0: Hi, I'm Louise Ma. Welcome to Treasure Trove.
1: It's a funny little thing. It documents a really strange provisional
2: space. It is a kind of monument to excess. Stories from our galleries and archives. It's just an unbelievably tragic story. It's really timeless.
1: We're looking at one of the, the two paintings that we know here at Iatsis as Toyota Dreaming. When they came to us, they were untitled, but um, because they were traded for a Toyota, we uh, linked that to the title
0: of them. It was 1986, and the Indigenous art movement that had begun at Papunya was spreading across Central Australia. The works that would become known as Toyota Dreaming were among the first acrylic dot paintings made at Ewan Damu. It was a collaboration between five senior artists who had earlier painted on the doors of the community's school. Alana Garwood-Hung is the Curator of Art and Artifacts at IATSIS, the Australian Institute of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Studies. She's been looking into the story behind this odd but hugely significant swap, a government four-wheel drive in
1: exchange for rolled-up canvases. The artists are quite separated from their own country, which could be up to 400 km away. So the community really needed some transport to get there. One of the IATSIS researchers was um, Eric Michaels, who was working with the community and he was researching television use in the community. But he was also in, involved in a number of other ways with the community and um, was helping them or advising them on the artworks and giving them paints and running around and doing a number of other things for them. Um, when the works were completed, he negotiated with IATSIS to trade a Toyota Land Cruiser for the two paintings. Was
0: it a difficult decision for the authorities to make, do you know, at the time?
1: Um, I have looked at a, a number of the correspondents. Our principal at the time, Warwick Dix, he had to get permission because there was a government car, uh, one of the Z cars, and what they had to do was to remove the license plates so that the community would have had to get new license plates for it. But from the correspondence, it didn't look like it was difficult. Alana has uncovered photos in the
0: Ayatsis collection showing the five senior Walprey men, Paddy Juparula Nelson, Paddy Japaljari Sims, Larry Jungarai Spencer, Paddy Japaljari Stewart and Towser Jakamara Walker, working on the paintings
1: outside on the ground. So they would sit around the paintings and work on them and um, we actually have a photograph in our collection also of The researcher, Eric Michaels, handing the the keys of a Toyota to the the artists and the paintings are finished, one's just lying on the ground and one's being held up, so they're still not stretched. Researching through our correspondence and documentation here at IATSIS, these two paintings were particularly stretched to go into the new building over the doorway that um, we have now at IATSIS. It took another 15
0: years for the IATSIS building to eventuate. Toyota Dreaming was duly hung as planned in the foyer, but recently the paintings were removed and are now on rotation in the IATSIS Library reading room where conditions are more controlled. The large paintings tell stories of country, with dots, concentric circles and boomerang shapes in natural colours of white, ochre and brown, very different from the bright acrylic colours now
2: associated with central desert art. IATSIS curator Charlotte Craw. It's similar to the kinds of colours that you might get if you were using natural ochres, but these are acrylic paints, so they've been brought into the community. They're not materials that would be found normally. So this is a painting which is drawing on uh, millennia of cultural knowledge and traditions, but at the same time, it's very much a new medium. When this painting was done, it was one of the first times that the men in the community had chosen to paint in synthetic materials on canvas. Obviously, people have been painting on canvas for many centuries, and we don't think of that as a new medium. But when the Uendamu community decided to paint these paintings, these were very new materials for that community. And so the IATSIS researcher, Eric Michaels, who was living in the community at the time, he was researching Walbury use of new media like television, but this painting is also a new medium for the community too.
0: Charlotte says the paintings also mark the moment when the Uendamu community chose to be part of the art market and to allow their stories to travel.
2: The other important thing about these paintings is that they bring together a lot of major stories. So the Institute published a book on the Uendamu school dawns and if you look at the images in that book, they're a lot simpler. They have one story per door, whereas here there's a variety of stories that are brought together in the same painting and that's part of what's important too, which is that the senior men have worked out how to put those different dreaming stories together.
0: And in a way that is OK for people who are not initiated, who are not from the country, in a way that they can see them.
2: Yes, so and that's some of the thinking that the men had done before they painted the school doors, was how do they make public versions of these stories. And that's what's represented here, is that they are very important, significant stories, but the men have worked out how to tell them in a public way. And that was very much part of the intention of this painting, is to travel outside of the community and share those stories in an appropriate manner. And just finally, Elena, do you know what happened to the actual
0: Toyota?
1: Unfortunately, I don't know what happened to the Toyota. I'm sure it got very well used by multiple members of the community.
2: Thanks for listening to this podcast from ABC Radio Canberra. To subscribe to this or any of our podcasts, go to abc.net.au slash Canberra or find them on the ABC Radio app.